Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. One, two, three. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this disnudio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors, Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Tailgate on the Quad. We are back. We did a short hiatus. My national championship bender ended middle of last week, so I've been hungover since then. But that's why we haven't had an episode yet. Um, I'm back with our loyal... I don't like the term co-host because I feel like that diminishes your role. I'm back with our loyal (laughs) other host, Kiernan. Uh, If this is your first time listening, thanks for joining us. Uh, To catch you up to speed, some things you need to know. I'm an Alabama fan. Kiernan's a Penn State fan. My mom doesn't love me, and Kiernan has a funny name. That's really what most of the show is going to be. So welcome aboard for this shit show that you're about to partake in. Uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Karen, how you doing? How you been doing for the past two months? Uh, I've been um, in complete withdrawal uh, because there's been no college football. And uh, despite the snippets of news we get, uh, I am uh, reeling in pain. I wanted to throw my phone through my TV the other night. Because the FCS has their spring season. Because they didn't play last fall, they decided to play in the spring. You can only watch it on ESPN Plus or local stations. Yeah, that's so typical. I'm not getting ESPN Plus, Disney. I already paid for (laughs) Disney Plus. I'm not paying for another thing. I'm not giving you more money to take over the world. Is this going to be one of the episodes where it slowly divulges from sports into conspiracy theories? Uh, I mean, I have conspiracy theories, but they're mostly NFL theories, so that's for another show. <laughs> that's for also, your other podcast. I mean, it, that it's, if we get into conspiracy theories, that still would not be the biggest shit show that I've been involved in on a broadcast. I proposed to someone a few weeks ago. All right then. On the quarter booth. Gonna... So go check that out. I will. I am going to I am going to go listen to that right now. I didn't realize that. Yeah, no. Uh 
But it, it was someone my sister knew from grad school, and my sister found out about. She was not happy that I did that on air. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, but that that's doesn't... so attractive. And she's British. Hold so on. So think of all the jokes Hold I on. could make. Honestly, Hold that... on. Hold on. I have to stop you there. Those two things don't coincide. Her teeth aren't bad, but also, I feel yeah, like if you. that actually happened, it'd be a war zone, because I am all for United Ireland. <laughs> there's there's no winning you know i love the little irish flag and well that's because i was i forget why i had this out during a live stream for the corner booth i had had to get it at one point but i mean i don't know like i don't know why i did it i was drunk first off but no it'd be a shit show because england give back northern ireland <laughs> and on to political commentary now from your uh, foreign correspondent, Kevin Langley. So, yeah, so that's it. We're not going to get into any more controversial topics about politics. Unless, Kiernan, do you have any hot international politics takes? I am going to refrain uh, unless people start canceling me. <laughs> no, you refrain so people don't start canceling you. Uh, yes, excuse me, thank you. So, we're just going to get into it after that little... See, we're already going off the rails. Yep. We're going to talk recruiting classes. For 2021 only, I'm not going to be talking about 8th graders. That's another way to get canceled. I don't want to be like Crystalia here. <laughs> um, we're going to focus on our schools for now. Uh, maybe in a future episode, we will talk about other ones. But, Kiernan, what are your broad thoughts about Penn State's 21st ranked recruiting class, 22nd ranked recruiting class in 2021? So, um, I think so far, so good sort of situation. Um, I think it was, uh, there was how many, how many four-star recruits? I can't, I can't quite remember. I think it was 12, was it? For 2021, it says six on 247. Six. Okay. Yeah. So six, six four-star recruits and 10 three-star recruits or whatever it was. Uh, so far, so good. Um, I knew we were, when the recruiting first started, we were off to a really hot start and we got like four, four star recruits and we're like, woohoo. Uh, but I mean, obviously that has since, um, uh, not gone according to plan. So, uh, for right now, okay. Not, not stellar, but also not terrible. So, you know, I'll take it. It's, it's going to be one of those things. I'll just, I'll take it. For now, How, uh, obviously, Alabama is uh, number one. No surprise there. Yes, I mean, I was uh, going to go through and like give some. It's the leading members of the class. Okay, all right. For Penn then, State, there's seven enrollees so far, so we're just going to go by people are already enrolled. Uh, mm-hmm. Landon Tangwall, a four-star OT, six-six, three hundred pounds from Maryland. Kalen King, a five-eleven, hundred seventy-pound four-star cornerback he is the eighth best player in michigan 16th at his position at 234th nationally uh, and then Tangwall is first in maryland seventh out of all the tackles and then 53rd nationally and then kobe king i'm guess are, are these guys brothers they're from the same school uh, they must be yeah um three star inside lo- interior linebacker six and a half feet or six foot and half an inch 223 pounds out of Michigan, 12th in the state, 20th positionally, and 421st nationally. 
So for my ranking, oh, also Penn State ranks sixth in the Big Ten for their recruit, recruiting ranks. So not for, great. For my take on Alabama's re- recruiting class, it's business as usual. Yeah, top, we just, top guys. We just All got the number one. one I know we said you're going to talk 2021. I think we just got the number one quarterback in 2022 or like a top three. He's a five-star. Kid's a monster. Alabama's coming to quarterback factory. I love it. First nationally, first in the SEC, average rating of .95. Uh, led by 6'6", 305-pound offensive tackle J.C. Latham out of IMG Academy in Florida. He is the number one prospect in Florida, the number one offensive tackle, and the number two ranked prospect on, across the country. Then you have Tommy Brockermeyer from All States Episcopal in Fort Worth, Texas. 6'6", 283 pounds. He's got to bulk up. Uh, number one in the state of Texas, number two positionally behind the guy we just mentioned, number five nationally. And then we have a cornerback, five-star Jaquincy McKinstry from Pinson, Alabama, six foot, 180 pounds, number one in the state, number one at his position, number 17 nationally. He's a five-star, five-star wide receiver, four-star wide receiver, four-star interior lineman or linebacker. Offensive guard, he's a force. So, yeah, we are a wagon, and we're going to be a wagon for a while to come. Yeah. It's, I, I, I'm, I'm, like, looking through the the players now, and I'm just like, yeah, they're good, but, like, how good can we make them? Because, <laughs> I mean, the, 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 there's a different mentality between Penn State and Alabama because Penn State – we're the only game that we care about on our schedules is Ohio State. And the only thing we care about, the only win person, uh, team we beat, we care about is Ohio State. We like if we get into the, if we, a few years ago when we got, um, well, we feel we got snubbed, although I will admit I didn't want to play Alabama that year. I think it was like 2016 or 17. We had a really good year, and we got fifth. And Ohio State snuck in ahead of us. We're just like, and then and then they got blown out by uh, Clemson. I think I was just like, well, there's your answer. Like, that's the only game we care about. We wanted to win that game, and now you know, it's it's gone awry. So that's I, I we only care about winning the Big Ten, which is a, it's just a different mentality. It's just a different mentality. Meanwhile, Alabama, if we don't win the SEC but win the national title, like, okay. Yeah. It's It's happened before. I have a question for you, actually, that I didn't mention to you while we were doing pre-show planning. And I I think I've asked you before, is it time to fire James Franklin? No. And this is not based on last season. Last season was a weird year. However, you brought him in to bring kind of Penn State back a bit, recruit well, beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten a couple times. He hasn't really done any of that. I mean, in the Big Ten, you're ranked behind Nebraska in recruiting. You're ranked behind Wisconsin in recruiting. You're ranked behind Michigan in recruiting. You're ranked behind Ohio State, obviously. Ohio State's number two. We're not going to – it would be hard to beat them. But also, even not in the Big Ten. I mean, Tennessee's doing better than you in recruiting. Maryland, which is weird. Yeah. 
North Carolina. Yeah, I was going to say that one, Old Miss, all those guys. Yeah, so the, so I completely agree with you that, that the past year has not been great for us, both in recruiting and playing and the Big Ten not wanting to play, starting late, all that jazz. I, I 100% accept that it is or has been poor at best. Um, but I feel like Franklin is one of those guys that can make the best out of a bad situation. And, you know, when he had the McSorley's and Barclays of, of 2016, 17 and 18 or whatever, I mean, they were on fire, you know, like it was, it was great fun. Um, I think I have my dates wrong, but uh, the, like they were, they were, well, Barkley at least was was a was a generational talent, um, and I feel like that Franklin can do the most uh, with with I, I don't want to say worse players because they're not bad players. They just um, you know they just don't have as high as a recruiting class or whatever. But they'll, they'll I I don't think that they're going to do that poorly this year. I think they're going to do pretty well. I don't know where they're going to end up. We, I haven't seen them. I mean, it's it's March, and we're talking about stuff that we'd no, you'd normally talk about week one of the season, you know, after a few practices or a few scrimmages or whatever you, you might get through. But I, I think that the current status of Penn State's uh, recruiting and uh, overall football team is, uh, is not represented well in what they've currently been doing. Yeah, and, and that's not necessarily just based on recruiting. I I understand recruiting is not the end all be all. If a guy you if a guy's winning with three stars against good teams, it, it doesn't matter how he recruits because then he'll recruit better the next year. But I always say you have four years as a coach before you can get fired. You yes. should get fired because that's all it takes you to get your guys in there, implement your system, yada yada. Yes, they're going on year seven with James Franklin. Yeah, so. I don't think they're going to fire him this offseason, but I think he should be on the hot seat. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's um, that's understandable. Uh, the, the past two seasons has not been good in terms of offensive production. Uh, it's been poor. The offensive line has deteriorated substantially. Um, I think that's why we got um, uh, what's his face, Tungle or Tungwall. Or Tangwell, however you pronounce his name, um, because I, I think I think Franklin realized he's like, wow, we really need a better <laughs> offensive line, and I think that's what he went out and or, or tried to at least get for the uh, for the most part. I mean, that's what Notre Dame did after the 2012 national championship. Brian Kelly's like, we got dominated by Alabama in the trenches. We need to get a better offensive line, and it's worked out pretty well for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that I mean, I, I was just curious your input on that. If recruiting changed your answer at all, I didn't think you'd have a drastic one eighty. But yeah, I mean, I th- I think I think uh, this next season will be a good determination of uh, truly how good of a coach he really is. And I would say probably by week six next year, I'll have a better answer for you. Because the first 
the first few games are really going to show how how he how he works with with uh, the recruiting class that he's currently got. Fair. All right. Now we're, let's move into our way too early conference predictions. Uh, we're doing all Power Five, so I, I don't need an exact record in standings. I don't need so, you to go through like, oh well, Alabama's going to be one with a undefeated record, and Vanderbilt's going to go zero oh, and whatever. They're like, like, who do you think you're going to see in the conference championship games? So we'll start with the Big Ten for you. Um. So. I have a sneaking suspicion that it's just going to be last last year recreated. It's going to be it's going to be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and uh, another SEC team or something like that. Conference, not we're not going to CFP yet. Uh, so like just Big Ten. In terms of who's going to win, who's going to be in the conference championship? Oh, uh, it's going to be, I guess. Ohio State and I don't know. Let's do we want to put in a put in a weird one for like Wisconsin or something like that? Yeah, I like that. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Okay, I I I agree with one of those. Is it the Ohio State? <laughs> Wisconsin came out of the gates very hot. They got decimated by COVID and that derailed their season. Wisconsin's a team to watch in the Big Ten next year. They're going yeah. to be. Much better. Uh, who's their quarterback, Graham? Yeah. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. He played phenomenally in that first game, and then they had weeks off because of COVID, and then he didn't look quite the same. Wisconsin's going to be tough to beat. I can see them coming out of the West. Northwestern and Iowa are going to be tough to jump, but Northwestern's defense is always decent, or it has in the last couple of years. Iowa's hit or miss. Wisconsin's going to be pushing to make an appearance. I don't necessarily agree with your Ohio State pick, which might really? be a hot take. It kind of not... is. Yeah, I'd have to say so. I'm not convinced that Ryan Day is a great recruiter. That I would agree with you. And I I am of the belief that, yes, coaching is important. Your ability to coach in a game is important, but at the college level, recruiting might outweigh. If you can get a bunch of five stars and just have them play, because they're going to be the most athletic guys on the field. If you can have them play up to their potential, which comes into coaching, that's important. N- Ryan Day this year, getting to the cultural playoffs, Trey Sermon was like one of the few guys that he who was were a big contributor in the playoffs who he got. He got as a transfer out of Oklahoma. I'm not sure because Justin Fields, Urban Meyer recruited him. 
Yeah. Uh, you got guys going to draft. So a lot of those guys are Urban's guys. I don't know if the Ryan Day guys will be as good. And Indiana was on their tail. Hell, Indiana yeah. had a better record. They played yeah. more games. They were 6-1. and one. Ohio State shouldn't have been there. They didn't play enough games. The Big Ten just bent the knee to Ohio State. It's like, oh, they're our moneymaker. Yeah. But so I got Indiana, Wisconsin, Big 12, Big Ten championship next year. Indiana, Wisconsin. I, I am good. I, I can't agree with you there because it, Indiana, they looked – they looked as though they were – how do I put this? I'm not discrediting Indiana's wins, but I don't think they could have done that in any other season. Like, even if they had the same team, same setup, they, with, I, I don't think they, they would have done that well. I think that was complete fluke. I mean, yes, they beat, uh, they beat Penn State first game. They beat – yeah, they – I think they pretty sure they beat Michigan um, as well. And, you know, it, it, I, but overall, despite last season, I don't think they're that good. I, I, I can't see them winning, you know, I can't see them winning more than 10 games. That's, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I have a feeling about Indiana. I, I think they're due for a good season. Oh, they're due for a good season, certainly. I just don't think it's next season. I think it's next season. All right. Well, we we will we will see in what week three. We'll say they're any good. Yeah, fair. We'll call it there, and then just and then you know we'll say fuck it to the rest of the season. <laughs> All right. Let's. So we're not arguing about the Big Ted for three hours. No. Uh, let's move on to the yes. SEC. My conference. Who do you have? Um, I have uh, in the SEC in the SEC conference. Uh, I have Alabama, and I have uh, probably Florida. Um, you know, they're the they were the two strong, strongest teams I think last year. Uh, Texas A&M was good, but uh, you know it's it's got to be Alabama and Florida, I think. No, Vander, you know what? Fuck it, Alabama and Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's just going to come out of the woodwork. <laughs> I would, I'm, I'm completely shitting you. No, that not. <laughs> so one of my favorite videos were a couple years ago. It was 2018, the 2018 season, and I remember that because I was dating a girl who was lived in Tennessee and she was kind of crazy, but she was hot. So it doesn't matter. Um, I went up for, I didn't go to that game, but I was in Nashville while I played them. But Vanderbilt started three and O that year. And we're talking all this shit. One of their defensive linemen who looked like he should have been playing like D two ball, FCS ball. He was not a big guy. He's like, Oh, like that's how you get it done. We're going to show everyone how you play some real sec ball, Alabama. You're next after beating like middle Tennessee or something. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> and then Alabama beat a fifty-nine to nothing. Yeah, it was yeah, incredible. They're... But give me Alabama's coming out of the West. I think. Yeah, that's that's not a. I, I, okay, 
How about from now on, we just assume it's Alabama and then we guess who's coming out of the East? Well, That's I have the reasons thing. why it was, what year is this show? I mean, this is not this year. But anyway, Alabama's coming out of the West. Uh, LSU had their one-hit wonder year. Yep. And um, they'll have another one in seven years, and then they'll be done. <laughs> you know. And then we're going to have to deal with LSU fans talking about they're going to be a dynasty again. Auburn, uh, Bo Nix is a trash quarterback. I think Texas A&M, again, even after such a good year, is going to surprise people. I think they're going to do well, but they're not going to do as well enough to beat out Alabama. Right, right. They're going to they're gonna smoke the rest of the West, but they're not going to beat Alabama. It's going to be one of the – It's. It, I mean, that was their one loss last year, last uh, year wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I can see them doing the same thing. Yeah. And give me out of the East – Give me Georgia. Yeah, I I to, I totally understand that pick. The, the, Georgia Georgia is the one that just sits outside the top four just forever. It's you know it's it's they're the second best or maybe third best SEC team all the time, and they can never break the threshold of Alabama. <laughs> and I think earlier they had their quarterback questions. They had a quarterback who was not a very large boy starting. Uh, and then, but then they made the switch. I forget his co- his name. I just ragged him all year, though. But I can't remember the na- name of the guy. He was very short, which is hypocritical uh, of me. I understand. But they switched to JT Daniels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who transferred from USC. He's a stud. He's 6'3", 209, and they turn their season around with a full year with JT Daniels. I can see Georgia doing pretty well. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I agree. George, Georgia's a fun team to watch, too. I, I enjoy when I see them on TV. I hate Georgia. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously, but as as a, as a football team there, I enjoy to watch them. I enjoy watching yeah. them. That's fair. My hatred to them comes mostly from their fans, so that's whenever I watch them, like, oh, Georgia. Yeah, that's a conference thing, though. That I mean, you know, like I hate Ohio State fans, but that I mean that doesn't mean anything because hey, yeah. everyone hates Ohio State fans. <laughs> They're annoying, <laughs> and I'm an Alabama fan. We're annoying too. <laughs> I'm a mainstay on Gump Twitter yeah, for right. some reason, but. All right, so you had Alabama-Florida, Alabama-Georgia. Uh, I, I don't disagree with the Florida pick. I just think Georgia's going to be better. Uh, let's move into the Pac-12, the All worst right. conference in college football. Uh, who do you have in the Pac-12 championship game? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I think USC uh, has done a lot better in recent years. I think it's going to be them and. Uh, pr- probably Washington or Stanford. Uh, kind of going to look a little bit like last year, but uh, I think those those two are the most most uh, dominant teams in the uh, in the North Conference for Pac-12. Maybe a surprise from Oregon, possibly, but it's it's going to be USC in the South. So I I am on record. I hate picking the Pac-12 because it's so bad. Like you don't know what's going to happen. It's very volatile. 
But I, I agree with you on the USC pick. I, I think they're back, relatively. I think they're going to yeah, do fine. Yeah. I think they're going to. They did not play in the Pac-12 championship this year, but that was just for COVID reasons. Right, I think. I, I'm pretty sure, because I'm pretty sure Colorado played, and they were second in the Pac-12 South. Sorry, I'm talking about like record wise. They were five and zero in their conference and and uh, five and one overall. And but I know they didn't. I, I, oh didn't no, I wasn't just reading. I was saying I was trying to remember correctly. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, also, they were five and one conference. They a Pac-12 did a conference only schedule too. Oh, okay. Sorry. My bad. Um, I have it open in front of me because some of these divisions I don't know who's in which one. Right. 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 Which I probably shouldn't be saying as the football department head and having a college football. <laughs> but no, but whatever. We'll work on it. So, um, so many teams. I feel like the Pac-12 is going to have a weird year, though. I don't know why. I Stanford starting out 0-2 and then rattling off four straight to get to 4-2. I mean, they're a good pick, but I don't know. I'm feeling it's going to be an Oregon State or a Washington State year. Ooh, interesting. I have nothing to really? back that up, but let's yeah. <laughs> go, let's go USC versus the Beavers, Oregon State. All right. All right, interesting, interesting. Weird pick, Oregon State about to go zero and ten probably because I said that. Yeah, yeah. Well, of I, course. I mean, because what would a prediction be if it was right? I mean, it's called gambling troubles. The the most impressive prediction I ever saw was on the corner booth. We had a uh, Cruz Oxenrider. Uh, check out the Cruise Control podcast on the Belly Up Podcast Network. Uh, he's got some big guests lined up that I could only dream of getting. He also has had some other very big guests that I could only dream of getting. But he predicted Texas A&M would have a very good year and push for a college football playoff spot and finish second in the SEC West. Before yeah. the season. Nice. That is, I that is a... the person who saw that coming. Fair enough. Fair enough. I so I swear my if I if I if you want a college prediction uh could be anything but you you ask uh you got to ask my brother my younger brother he 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 can just spout things off the top of his head with zero research and he'll be right I once he once uh this is unrelated to college football but he was once uh he once came into I was watching baseball it was just a random you know uh baseball game I can't even remember who was playing but he just said um you know, he said, uh, looks up at the screen, sees the score, sees the situation. He goes, uh, oh, this guy, two-run home run in the bottom of the eighth. And then he leaves, and he goes downstairs, and he was playing video games or something. Sure enough, bottom of the eighth, the dude hit a two-run home run. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way that he called that. Watch, you were watching, like, a replay of a game, and he watched it earlier. Oh, no, it was live. I know that for sure. But, but. But it was like the most bullshit prediction that he got right. So what you're telling me is when I have uh, expendable income and I get into gambling, uh, text you everything and see what yes. your brother says. Yes, pretty much. All right, cool. Good to know. With that, also, if you have gambling questions, slide into at quad tailgate on Twitter's DMs, follow us, and we will run them by Kiernan's younger brother and see what he has to say. <laughs> Going to get incorporated into this podcast. Once the season starts, we'll have, add him on as a third, and he will be our gambling expert. <laughs> there you go. 
I already go. promised that position to someone else we went to high school with, but I think we he will make an exception. They can both be our gambling correspondents. There you go. Um, all right, so we're going to go to the Big 12 now. The Big 12 bothers me because I don't have divisions. I don't know why that bothers me, but just the best two teams go to the conference championship. I don't like that for some reason. Is it because it's not as structured? That might be it, but I don't, I don't hate, well, actually I do. I don't like structure in my life. All right, so Karen figured it out. I just don't. <laughs> I, I hate we had a little bit, of, uh, little bit of contemplation there, and we figured out uh, one of Kevin's problems. <laughs> one of many, if we're being <laughs> One of many, that's right. So, uh, Karen, I put you on the spot where I'll go. Um, Iowa State Cyclones, they had a big year last year. I don't think they're going to slow down. I think this is the start of something, not a flash in the pan. Give All me right. Iowa State. And this is going to be a boring pick. Give me Oklahoma. I don't love Spencer Rattler, but I think in Lincoln Riley's system, he's going to improve. He's going to develop. Hell, Lincoln Riley made Jalen Hurts look like a competent passer and made him into a competent passer. He can do anything with any quarterback. He can make me look like a decent quarterback. Iowa State, Oklahoma, it's going to be a repeat. Yeah, I I, I agree. I have to agree with you there. I I think think, um, Spencer Rattler at the helm of that that offense is going to do great things next year. A lot of people don't like him, and I have to say I, I like him. I think he's a good QB. I might be wrong on that, but I, I so far so far in Lincoln Riley's system, I have to say he's very good. Would he do well somewhere else? I don't know and don't care, but he I think he's good. I mean, I don't know. I, I just I feel like he shrunk in some big moments, and I didn't love that. All right, that's that's fair. I but, but okay, so but this kind of this kind of brings this back to the first point of uh, the first topic of our uh, of our uh, podcast, which which was, do you think James Franklin is a good coach? You know, making the best of a bad situation. I think within a particular system, if he has the guys he wants, he can make a three star recruit look like a five star recruit. I think that's possible. You know, in in. For Spencer Rattler, he he looks good in a or he call him a four star, whatever. It doesn't matter what his ranking is now, but I he looks good within a particular system, and I think that's what uh, James Franklin can do it at Penn State. And for I don't, I mean, we don't need to bring up Alabama right now because we already know, but <laughs> but I think that's I think that's I think that case can be made for that that situation yeah but also i don't think we're gonna find out how nick saban can do without four and five stars <laughs> no, no no we gotta put them on uh let's put them on um what's a terrible pac-12 team <laughs> mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner when shopify says you can sell anywhere oh they mean it Ooh, hold up 
Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Put him there and see how well he does. Oh, wow. You want to see Nick Saban run through the Pac-12? Yes, I want to see it. I want to see how many points he can put up on the Pac-12. So, honestly, I don't know. In, in Alabama football has changed a bit, but I don't know if he would put up a billion points. It might just be like a 9 nothing game, like Alabama used to be. Fair enough, fair enough. And and, and do you think that's because, because Nick Saban is a better defensive-minded coach, or do you think that's because of the recruits that you get in the Pac-12? Both. Okay, fair enough. I, I think Nick Saban's a great defensive coach, but also I think it's... Because I think wherever Nick Saban goes, he can get recruits. No, I, I don't doubt that, but, uh, you know, is he going to... It's one of the oh, things... Oh, on the other teams. Right. Uh, Pac-12 still gets some decent recruits because some of those teams in that conference have a historic have history behind them they have this kind of gravitas still mm-hmm. stanford usc i don't get the love for the, some of those programs now usc is a little different because they're coming back but they still have that history behind them i just think nick saban's a great defensive coach do you, do you think he's a better defensive coach than he is an offensive coach or you know is he balanced is he you know what what what's your what's your take on that so i think Everyone will always fall back to what they know. What their first experiences were, that's what they're probably best at. Nick Saban started out as a defensive-minded coach. He was the defensive coordinator for the Browns under Bill Belichick. He was winning games like 11-3. to He knows how to coach a defense very well. And he he's gotten better at offense, but also he's figured out how to surround himself with people who know offense better. Steve Sarkeesian was a great hire a couple years ago because he knows how to scheme very well. Uh, I'm not saying I don't think Nick Saban knows how to call an offense in college football, but I'm saying I think he understands he's more suited for the defense. Okay. And honestly, I want him to take over defensive play calling and get rid of Pete Golding, but that's just me. Or get rid of Pete Golding and give Charlie Strong the role. Or get rid of Pete, get rid of Pete Golding and give me the role. Or get rid of <laughs> Golding and just put a hamster in charge of defensive play calling. I any of the above would work fine. I don't like Pete Golding. Really, you haven't made that apparent at all. All right, so I don't go to rant about how much I hate Pete <laughs> Golding. Let's go into the last Power Five conference. 
In my opinion, if you take Clemson out, the worst conference, they are not a good conference. Uh, they're getting better, but the ACC. Who do you have in these in the ACC conference championship? Um, this is most likely going to surprise a good few people. And I am going to put my stake in Boston College and Clemson. Uh, they're in the same conference. No, are they? Yeah, they're in the same conference or division. Wait, are they? I don't. They don't have. I thought they didn't have divisions. I thought they were like the Pac-12. Whoops, uh, Atlantic and Co- Coastal: Boston College, Clemson, Florida State, Louisville, North Carolina State, Syracuse, Wake Forest, in the Atlantic, and then the Coastal: Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, Miami, Virginia, North Carolina, Pittsburgh, and Duke. Whoops! I read that completely wrong. Now, I don't know if they changed it this year because uh, Notre Dame joined, and I don't know if they put them in a conference. I forget. Well, um, yeah, what what did they do with Notre Dame? I don't remember. Although, uh, do they – they have to go based on conference or based on division for their championship. I also might have been wrong on the Big 12 not having conference, not having divisions, but it, it that doesn't change anything. The Big 12 is also weird because they used to not have a championship game, which I hate even yeah, more. They... Um, ACC championship game. Blah, 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 blah. This is... This is uh, Here's a little look behind the screen here of what goes into this podcast. Um, Just a bunch of typing and clicking. Yes. So it looks like they do go by conference. Yeah, they do. And it looks like either they didn't this year or Notre Dame was in the Coastal. One of the two. Do you need a list of which teams and which conferences again? No, no, I have it. Oh. Okay, it's the so I'm going to go with. Uh, I think I think Miami is back, and it's going to be Miami Clemson. Oh, not going to go with Boston College over Clemson. No, Boston College over Miami though. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. I want to see it. I want to see Boston College just just absolutely have a day in Miami. True. Uh, I this is actually our first agreement. Really? That's I think not think. I know. I know these things. I, Miami is back. Jared from the corner booth is going to listen to this and just bring it up next ep- next time we record that, and that's going to be annoying. But Miami is back. I think they have Derek King back for another year. They have a. They're recruiting well. They're getting transfers. And what they need to do, though, they need to start recruiting South Florida again. That's what got them to their peak before. That's what they have to do now. Yes, I agree. We haven't picked winners before. However, DJ whatever his name is for Clemson, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name, I don't think is very good. He could make a jump, but give me Miami in that game. Really? Yeah. 
Interesting. Interesting. All right. I I think uh, the the Clemson reign of terror might be over soon for the ACC. Now, I'm not saying Clemson's still not going to make the college football playoffs. Yeah. Even if they lose. But give me Miami. Now, we're going to roll into, with the college football playoff talk, we're going to roll into our last kind of picks thing. We're going to go our top four and then our first out for now. And then, yeah, we'll just do that for first. All right. You want to start? Uh, sure, I can start. <laughs> or did, uh, I, did I do too much? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm always ready to pull out my college fall playoff picks. Give me Alabama as one. Clemson at two still. I think they're going to take a step back, but I don't think they're going to be that bad. Like, bad enough to warrant not being two. Mm. Give me Iowa State at Three, I think they're going to run through the Big Twelve. Really? Like I said, this it's the start of something in Des Moines oh, that, or wherever the hell Iowa State plays. It's the start of something. It's number three. Oh my God! What a what a pick for number three. <laughs> I I I do not agree wholeheartedly, but but what a pick. And, and that, that threw me off. That threw me off because I needed, and now I need an even more absurd number two pick to really <laughs> completely throw off your Iowa You're State. You're just going to try to one-up me. Um, and then four. Ooh. Four, give me, give me Ohio State at four. I debated going Indiana, but I don't think Indiana's going to win the Big Ten Championship game. Wait, no, I don't have Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship, so they can't win. Indiana at four. God damn. And then How Texas could... A&M is the five. All right, I, I, like, I, like, the, I like the Texas A&M at five. I, I have to agree with you there. I, but, okay, see, anything I say now is just going to be <laughs> so... It, it, it has to be either above and beyond what you're going to do, what you just said, or it has to be the most vanilla choices I've ever... It's going to have to be... Uh, Al- if I was going to go vanilla, it's going to go Alabama, Clemson, uh, uh, like, maybe Georgia, and then Ohio State. That would be your vanilla take. And if I wanted to do something really, really wonky, I'll go uh, Alabama, Miami, uh Alabama, Miami, Oklahoma, and Georgia. Just for no reason whatsoever. Just I mean, what do I go with, though? You go with the, the rules out the window pick? Or you go, because these are picks that I agree, that I believe in. I'm, I'm going, I'm just spouting off names at this point, because it's like, there's nothing I can say that will beat the, beat Iowa State at three. <laughs> I mean, I can probably get weirder. I mean, please do. All right. Here's the weird slash pipe dream picks. Alabama at one. That's not weird or a pipe dream. That's expected. All right. Two, Boston College. Yes. Yes. Makes the college football playoffs. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> three. Give me... Oh, who do I want at three? Give me North Dakota State. Makes a surprise jump to FBS in the next six <laughs> months. Runs through the Big Ten. Makes the college football playoffs. And then, finally, at four, Texas. Because Texas is back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, for any of you who will be listening uh, to this podcast, either when it's released or three months down the line, uh, Kevin has gone crazy, and you need to help me. <laughs> I mean, I, I li- tried to line up guests on other Belly Up podcasts for tonight, and th- that might have reined it in a little bit, but not really. <laughs> I mean, look, I got drunk and proposed to someone on air, so, I mean, that should really tell everyone where my mental state is at. No shortage of bullshittery on this podcast. Nope, not at all. Uh, all right, now we're going to go into the last pick em thing, and then we'll probably talk some some news. Uh, your Heisman, like, pick two or three, like your Heisman watch list, the guys who you think will actually win the Heisman. Spencer Rattler. Um, who else? I, I I would have to. I'm gonna go with. I'm just gonna lock it in at Spencer Rattler. I don't even care anymore. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, all right, all right. Oh, hold on. I have. I have now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go with Spencer Rattler. Uh, JT Daniels, and my third one will be. Samuel Howe out of uh, UNC. Hot take. Uh, maybe hot take. I don't know. He's good. <laughs> uh, you ready for mine? Bryce Young. Yeah. John Mechie. Trey Sanders. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So here's why those picks are crazy. Alabama had three of the top five Heisman vote get or Heisman finalists. Yeah. They should have had three of the top four. They should have had the top two vote-getters. Uh, Trevor Lawrence should not have been a Heisman finalist. That's my hot take. It's not even a hot take. That was a career achievement award. Uh, yeah. Also, I respect the Sam Howell pick. I don't get the Sam Howell hype, but the media hypes him up so much. I can I see like him it. sneaking in. I like it. I want to see him in. I want to see, I want to see, like, coming out of, coming out uh, of, of nowhere. I mean, like he's he's. I think he's a decent quarterback, uh, but I hope he just goes off this year and like, uh, and and like lives up to the hype. I, I would I would thoroughly thoroughly love to see that. He's a media darling for some unknown reason. Yeah, I don't know either. But the only UNC quarterback that people should love is Caleb Presley over right. at Barstool. <laughs> but I don't get the Sam Howell hype, honestly. I mean, what UNC doesn't put out good quarterbacks, but uh, they, Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, no. <laughs> Even if, like, you could argue, oh, Alabama doesn't put out good quarterbacks, and I just come back with Kenny Stabler, Bart Starr, and Joe Namath, and now Tua, Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, who is an Alabama graduate. Any Oklahoma fan listening to this, Jalen Hurts is an Alabama graduate and reps Alabama. 
He does not care about Norman, Oklahoma. <laughs> Shocking. All right, I'll get off my soapbox about Jalen Hurts now. Also, <laughs> actually, no, I'm not going to get off my soapbox. Fuck the Eagles for reaching yeah. Jalen Hurts. The Patriots wanted to take him, and then the Eagles did. And then I saw a mock draft today that's like, oh, the Eagles might take Mac Jones. I swear to God, if the Eagles take the two quarterbacks I want in Patriots uniforms the most out of a draft in the last 20 years, I will off myself. I will be so sad. I will go on a bender, and you won't hear from me for weeks. <laughs> but also, if the Patriots draft Mac Jones, I will go on a bender, and you will not hear from me in two weeks. It's, it's Different a sad, kinds of happy bender. Yeah, exactly. So now, uh, some big news since we've been away. I mean, one of them's more recent. We're going to talk about Eric Gilbert. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Eric Gilbert, uh, for those who don't know, was a five-star recruit coming out of high school Number one tight end, number one in the state of Georgia, number five nationally, 113th, ranked 113th all time on 247. Uh, he commit. He was at LSU, decided to transfer, and then committed to Georgia or Florida at the end of January, and then this past weekend decommitted from Florida. Some people are saying it was academics related. He could not get in academically. I don't buy that. These schools will make exceptions for guys. Uh, I, Ken, what are your thoughts? Is this a bad look for Florida? Is this a bad look for Eric Gilbert? What, what are you feeling? Uh, I, I feel like this is more of a, a, a player issue than a school issue. I mean, it, it, if you enter the transfer portal, you know, you're, you're, clearly unhappy with or are there something at the school you're currently at that's causing you to move that's why he did it in the first place and went to florida um either either he went to florida and said wow this is exactly like lsu or you know uh, he he just needed some of his own hype, uh, maybe he did this for 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 his own uh, his own selfish reasons. Uh, um, I don't know. Does it, does Alabama need a tight end? Um, uh, he might have done it for uh, he he could have done it for a list of issues, but I don't think this is a school issue. I think this is more of a of a his preference uh, slash him trying to create some hype for himself. 
I would, a bad thing. Not a bad thing. It's. It, I'm just saying, like that's what he, that's what he's doing. I would actually agree with you. I don't necessarily think this is Florida doing anything wrong. This is just a kid who can't get settled or will commit to things before really making a decision. He'll be like, oh, this looks like the best bet. I'm not sure, but we'll just commit there for now. Like, And I'm also, I think this is going to hurt Eric Gilbert more than it hurts Florida going forward. But I, I, I'm not taking a stand on like, being a better man or being a man, sticking to your word. I don't care about that. I hate the being a man phrase. That's stupid and ish problematic in and of itself. But it, I don't trust guys who bounce around in college football because look at the guys who have done that. Tate Martell, he committed and decommitted for more schools than I have ex girlfriends. <laughs> Hell, he is committed and decommitted for more schools than girls I've slept with. That's both shocking that he's gone through that many schools, but also not that shocking to say I have not hooked up with many girls. <laughs> I was like, who does that look worse on there, Kevin? You or him? <laughs> I don't care. But also, but now he's transferred from Ohio State to Miami. He entered the transfer portal again. Oh, look at Blake Barnett from Alabama. He transferred to Arizona State because he lost the starting job to Jalen Hurts. Didn't get the starting job to Arizona State. Transferred to South Florida. These guys will bounce around because that's just kind of who they are in their mindset. They they might not like try to get better. They'll just find a situation where someone will take them as is, which I don't love. I like guys like Mac Jones who are going to sit on the bench for three years and then when, when it's their time, blow up, almost win the Heisman if your wide receiver didn't win it, and then go from like a seventh-round pick to a first-round pick. So I think I think it looks way worse on Eric Gilbert. Right. I, I, I yeah. I have I don't have a any problem with that. I, I just it looks worse on him, but at the same time, I think he's doing what's best for himself. Yes. Or, or... I don't hate him doing what's best for himself, but I do think it it's more likely to negatively impact him. Yes. Yeah. No. That. That's. That's. That would be. I think the general consensus here. Fair enough. Again, this is a man who is younger than both of us, and many of us listening to this. We're not judging his life choices. He's more athletic than I'll ever be, and he has a chance to make more money than I'll ever make. So, good on him. Try to secure that bag, get in a position to get that money, but it is problematic on paper. Yeah. I, I hope it works out for him. I hope I hope he finds finds what he's looking for. But uh, as of right now, we'll uh, we'll wait and see what what he decides. He hasn't decided on a new school yet, or is that no? No. Okay. Yeah. It's it's re-entering the transfer portal. Okay. So I mean, I hope it works out for him. Unless he goes to an SEC West school, then I hope it doesn't. <laughs> I see. I see. But also, he didn't really help LSU this year, so I don't really care. Yeah. Finally, we are going to get into something that I have been waiting years for. I know Kieran has been waiting years for it. People across the country have been waiting years for it. EA Sports College Football is back. I know this is old news, but we have not recorded since. We have not covered it. Uh, Also, EA Sports College Football, not EA NCAA Football. Uh, A couple things on that. EA went around the NCAA here. They went to a third-party 
I forget the name off the top of my head, and I feel like Googling it right now, who have the rights to all the teams, all the logos, and that's how they got it, so they don't have to go through the NCAA. There are some schools, but they're smaller schools that that company does not have a deal with, so they won't be in this game. But three schools that do have deals with that company, Notre Dame, Northwestern, and Tulane, have all said that they are not going to be in the game until college athletes can get paid. Uh, Personally, I think that's a cop-out. I think that's them not wanting to take a stand on this. I think by going in that game, you will build hype for college athletes being in games, getting likeness profits, stuff like that. I think they should be in this game to send a message that like we want to get these guys in front of a camera and allow them to make money off it. I think that's. I think most people would agree with you. <laughs> I also just don't like Notre Dame, though. No, that's why don't you like? Uh, you know what? I'm not going to ask that. That's going to tail off into a two hour long. I don't ask that. Kevin's going to rant again. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask that, and if it comes up again, we'll tackle it then. But <laughs> well, we'll have a. I hate section of the, this podcast sometime down the line it's just all the things that kevin hates and it's just going to be a list there's going to not going to be any explanation it's going to be kevin talking for 45 minutes just going i hate this i hate that i hate this i hate I mean, that i can give you a list of like two or three things right now no please don't <laughs> all right so we're gonna get into it uh i hate ohio state <laughs> i hate notre dame i hate the yankees i hate the lakers i hate my mom I hate the Dolphins' front office. I hate... What else do I hate? Oh, Munster Cheese. I hate Munster Cheese. Okay, um, that seems like a very odd thing. I was hoping it was going to be a little bit more college football related, but apparently Munster Cheese and your own mother have made the list. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you're going to tell me you don't like water. No, I like water. I'm a big water guy. <laughs> water boy just call me adam sandler because i'm the water boy yeah that joke had to be made all right so what but now that we're past things i hate and our thoughts on those schools opting out uh karen what are you hoping to see in this game uh the uh mascot mode Oh, yes. Every single person that has ever played an NCAA football game loved the mascot mode. And I hope that does that company also have the rights to the mascots? They have to, I feel, because like they have the right. They don't have the right right to have the rights for like logos and stuff. And the mascots are important. Right. I think I think that would cover it. Right. But if, if that's not in the game, it will be a complete waste. Complete waste. Fair. So there's two things. One thing I want and one thing I do not want. One thing I want. Whoever made the CFB revamped the mod for NCAA 14 that improved graphics and stuff like that, I want them to work on this game. I want EA to find those people and say, hey, can you help us out? Like, Give us ideas, work with us, figure this out. And two, something I don't want, um, do not let any Madden developer touch this game. Agreed. EA, if they work for you making Madden games, do not allow them in. Get a separate building and don't let them in. 
Uh, I don't want Ultimate Team. Yeah, I, I could go either way on that. I didn't, I didn't really care. The for reason it. I don't want Ultimate Team, and I'm sorry for cutting you off there, but because if they put Ultimate Team in and say it's going to be a small part of the game, EA is going to make a little bit of money on it and go, oh, wait, Ultimate Team makes money. Let's make it a bigger part of the game and focus all updates on that. Yeah, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to ruin. It's just going to ruin the rest of the game. But uh, it's going to come out in three years. Maybe we'll have some likeness bill passed. Uh, I think one was submitted to Congress recently. States are starting to do it, so that'd be nice. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's just exciting that it's coming back. That's, that's the, the, the main part of that. It's just like the nostalgia from the, the 2010s to the 2014s when you got your, down, got to your PlayStation or Xbox, and you're like, let's go. I got the new uh, NCAA game for Christmas or whatever. Oh, peak nostalgia. Oh, it's great. I, I don't have 14, but I have 13. I might, I might break out the PS3 later and play it a little. Yeah, yeah. God, I I haven't played that game in so long. I I gotta get back in. I can't wait. Cannot wait for it. One of my friends, he they called his girlfriend a really weird nickname, and he decided he wanted to be a running back and gave him that nickname. It was Vroom Santa, and he won a Heisman with Vroom Santa. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It, it was topical, and it's weird. <laughs> Rude, Santa. Yeah, it is um, weird. Uh, I mean, it's it's not it's not like a create your own player or anything where you just create the uh the, the bowling ball of a, of a running back and just have him like four hundred pounds, six foot nine, with like at five four. I mean, if they. If they put in classic teams, you can just play with the 2014 or 2015 Alabama team and do that with Derrick Henry. Uh, you don't yeah, have to true. create a player. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, well, Kiernan, any closing remarks? Uh, hmm. uh, I'm interested. I'm going to be very interested in this next season as gen- in general because I think with COVID more or less behind us i think you know it's it's not going to be any crazy cancellations or delayed schedules or anything like that i think it's going to be a fairly regular um season i am looking forward to kind of getting back into that into that um that vibe of of uh you know fans back at stadiums i don't know if that's going to happen but i I'm, i'm looking i hope it does um or, or at least a full schedule of games, from at least from the Big Ten standpoint. I don't want to watch six or seven games, because that was annoying as hell. Fair. I mean, Alabama's already announced they're going back to full capacity once football season Are they starts. Really? That doesn't yep. surprise me. No, not at all. And if you think that at college football players aren't first in line for the vaccine in states like Alabama, Texas, Tennessee, you're crazy. They- yeah, they 100% are. They're 100%. They, they've already gotten it as far as I'm concerned. Probably. I would not at all be surprised by that. There, I but... mean, it, these schools bend over backwards for college football players. It's ridiculous. It's sure, ridiculous. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. 
well, yeah, I agree. I wouldn't have it any other way either. I love I love going to going to stadiums and just having a grand old time. Uh, it's gonna be great. I hope Belly Up makes it big by the next time you have that like a Notre Dame Penn State game over in Ireland. It would uh, go over there. It's oh, gone. I am going. You have I I am by the minute that game is is announced, a ticket is being bought, and I am I'm going over there, and I am I have whole week. I, I need a whole week to prepare. <laughs> the, game, the game is three hours long on a Saturday. Don't care. I'm going. <laughs> going the Sunday prior. But no, what you got to do is you got to go the Friday before the game. Okay, yeah. So, like, the, or Thursday. Thursday, so you have Friday, and then Saturday's the game. You can be hungover Sunday, and then you have a whole week in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, that's that that could work too. It's a recovery week instead yeah, exactly. of Yeah, exactly. I think a, that's the move. But anyway, I'm Kev. That's Kiernan. We might be back. We might have another hiatus. We don't know. We're doing this on the fly. We're figuring shit out as we go. But thanks for stopping in to the tailgate on the quad. Uh, check out our next episode. Check out our prior episodes. There was some good stuff in that too. But have a good day night i don't know when i'm releasing this i might edit it tomorrow i don't know we're informal here because it's a tailgate on the quad you don't come here for serious analysis (laughs) good night good night Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.